1: what's up everybody this is scott yeager here with another edition of challenge mania this episode is brought to you by pantepic that's right visit pantepic.com slash podcast to download pantepic for free today available on ios and android in over 100 languages but you didn't come for me you came for d so on the line right now i call him brea mysterio jr mr derek kaczynski what's up dude
2: yeah you know i've been working on my frog
1: splash if that was what you were uh, alluding to no i was alluding to the fact that next saturday on september 22nd we are at the brea improv in brea california that's less than an hour from central los angeles ladies and gentlemen for challenge mania live west coast that's right all year the west coast has been begging for us to come and give them a little taste of what we brought new york city in june and we are finally making it happen next week it's less than two weeks away It's it's about a week away at this point Challenge Mania Live, Brea Improv. Should I roll down the roster real quick of who's going to be joining us? I just got done texting with with Frank Sweeney. We were hoping to make it happen. Frank's not going to be able to roll through, but we were hoping to make that happen as a last-minute surprise. But there will be other surprises in the house. Not going to tell you who, but we have a ton of people who are requesting for some comps. But here's who's on the buildy, all right? We've got legends, straight-up legends, the Gauntlet Queen, Sarah Grayson, who's joining us on the podcast real soon. That's right. And if you don't know who the Gauntlet Queen Sarah Grayson is, I'm not going to fault you because she hasn't been on the show for a while. She was only on one season of the Challenge, the Gauntlet, but she still to this day is tied for the record of the most elimination wins in a season on the Gauntlet. That's why they called her the Gauntlet Queen. She hasn't been on the show in a decade and a half, but she will be in the house next week in Brea. Speaking of OGs, you can't come to LA. You can't come to SoCal without having who on the bill? D. Who am I talking about? Whose name am I about to drop right now? Playing, shooting hoops with Jaleel White on the weekends.
2: Yeah, the guy. The guy that's that isn't ha- wearing an afro, but should should be wearing an afro.
1: Cyrus Yarbrough is going to be in the house. You want to hear some uncensored stories unfit for this podcast? I bet you he will have a few. And then joining us for the entire show are going to be the two ladies of Brain Candy who, I'll admit, when they came on our show earlier in the year, I don't know we were ready for it. At the end of the podcast, Susie Meister said, hey, we have the tea. You guys have any tea? You guys want any tea? You guys have any questions? And I didn't even know what to say. I didn't even expect that. Now I'm ready to go. This will be uncensored, untaped, unfit for iTunes. That's right. Susie Meister and Sarah Rice will be on stage with us for the whole show. Going balls to the wall, saying whatever they want. We're 10 minutes from Johnny Banana's house. Who knows what Sarah Rice is going to say. They will be there. And in addition to them, we've got one of the hottest young competitors on the challenge. That's right. The guy so hot, they decided to replace old Derek, no offense, D, with new Derek. That's right. Derek Henry on D D-Rock 15 is going to be in the house, representing the new school. Derek Henry will be in the house from two seasons of Ari the One, from Dirty Thirty. From Final Reckoning, all right, he went home last week, but he will be in the house. And then last but not least, the standout of not one but two seasons of champs versus stars, champs versus pros. That's right. You know you think about her every time a GPS tells you to turn left. Louise Hazel will be in the house, and I promise you we will put her on the spot and we will see whether she is any closer to doing a full season of the challenge. We have generations on generations on generations in the house next week in Brea, California. How pumped are you to settle in with those folks and meet some challenge maniacs with that roster of All-Stars, D?
2: Well, here's the thing. It's like, it, what I love about this is, I referenced it earlier this week as to a TED Talk, if you will, because, and we and we say generations on generations on generations, and, you know, before reality TV, it was what it is now. It, you know, we had, like, you know, Susie in, Susie in, in the, in the RV and, and Cyrus in Cyrus and in the real world house. And, um, and then, and you got Sarah Grayson who just did one season, but still has one of the most memorable moments in Bill Simmons mind, you know? So, and all the way through to, you know, you mentioned Louise Hazel and, and, and Derek, uh, Derek Henry, who has taken my spot on the show is the new Derek. Um, as like this new generation of champs versus stars. And like, are you the one X on the beach to get into the challenge? You know? So like everyone comes from all these like different rare walks of life. And even Sarah Wrights, who arguably has one of the, is part of one of the biggest moments in challenge history with Johnny bananas. And we're going to be a couple minutes. Well, I, I really don't know where he lives. You guys are saying it's, it's pretty close to from where his actual home is. So I just think, the stories the way we're going to present this at a comedy club in probably some dark comedy fashion uh all in one place it's it's going to be uh, an, a monumental moment in itself because you just don't have these types of types of characters with this type of this this much history in one show after 33 seasons uh in one place at one time doing it the way we do challenge Mania lifestyle
1: now you mentioned Bill Simmons. We are coming to Bill Simmons territory, Ringer territory. Now we don't have a lot of tickets left, but if Bill Simmons or the Ringer staff hits us up for some comps, I think we can make it happen. Let Bill Simmons know on Twitter that the challenge is coming to his backyard because you guys all know he's a huge fan of the show. The Ringer, they're all huge fans of the challenge. They had a challenge episode and I think their top 50 or 60 TV episodes, they did a top 100 TV episodes of the last 18 years and they had the Johnny and Sarah uh, finale of Rivals on. So maybe if Bill knows, maybe I know it's a Saturday, there's college football going on, but maybe Bill comes down, he sends some of the Ringer staff staff to cover it because I think they would get a kick out of it. So let those people know if any of you guys are Ringer fans or Ringer readers on Twitter. And guys, speaking of tickets, there's only a few left. Go to challengemania.live for tickets. If you live in Los Angeles, Southern California, the OC, if you live in San Diego, you want to make a day out of it, we're starting to meet and greet at 4 p.m. Let me just let you guys know how this day is going to work. 4 p.m. If you have a VIP meet and greet ticket and there's a couple left. What that entitles you to is you get some Challenge Mania swag. You get some pins, you get some stickers, you get some magnets, you get all that good stuff. You get a 11 by 14 limited edition Challenge Mania poster. These things are sick. They're specific to the event. I don't know if you guys have seen them. You can see it on Instagram. He's at DerekMTV. I'm at Scott of Yeager. We have it on Twitter as well, at Shot of Yeager. He's at Derek MTV. It looks like a comic book. You got me and D cruising down to PCH. We got Susan and Sarah in the back seat. We got a couple of Oscars next to us. You got the Challenge Mania Walk of Fame on the sidewalk. You can see Mark Long's name is there. You got the Challenge Mania Hollywood sign in the background. These things are awesome. D and I sign every single one of them. Everyone who gets the VIP mean greet gets one of those. You get to hang out for an extra 90 minutes with me and Dee and Susie and Sarah and Louise and Sarah and Derek and Derek and Cyrus, the whole gang, take pictures, ask extra questions, have a drink, whatever you want to do, and you guys are the first ones seated, the best seats in the house, it's an awesome experience. Those tickets are going fast. There's only a couple left. That's for the VIP meet and greet. For those of you guys not interested in that or those of you guys who are not able to get those once those sell out, we have general admission tickets, which means show only, but we are doing a two-hour stage show. It is interactive. Come with your questions in hand. If you send the same damn question to Challenge Mania every week and we never answer it, guess what? This isn't the internet. If I come out there in the audience and I have the mic and I say, what's your name? And you say, "Uh, Steve from Brea, California. I say, Steve, what's your question? And you ask... Ask this question that you've always wanted to know, we can't censor it, all right? So you guys are a part of the show just as much as we are, just as much as the Brain Candy Girls are, just as much as everybody on that day as we just mentioned are. So it's a 90-minute show. We're going to interview everybody. We're going to have a blast. We're going to tell some great stories, and you guys, the audience, will be a part of the show. The meet and greets at 4. The live show is at 6, and it is at the world-famous Brea Improv, less than an hour outside of LA, folks, and this is on Saturday, late to. Mid to late afternoon, 4 p.m. for the meet and greet, 6 p.m. for the stage show, challengemania.live for tickets. There are still a few meet and greet tickets available, and there are some GA tickets available as well. We cannot wait to see you guys next week in Southern California. We've been excited for this all year, folks. You guys have wanted it. L.A. has been thirsty and ready for an event. We are excited to finally bring it to you Saturday, September 22nd. Please tell all your Challenge fan friends in the area. We can't wait to come hang out with you. It's going to be a blast.
2: Yeah. And so just so you guys know, it's a, it's a little bit different than, you know, some of these like club events that you guys see promoted every now and then uh, with cast members there. This is a little bit more um, a little bit more intimate and, um, you know, a little bit more, you know, eye to eye stuff um, as far as. Uh, just, it's a little bit more sophisticated. Like I said, it's at a a comedy club. It's a little bit more, you know,
1: you get a seat, you get some appetizers, you get to enjoy a two hour stage show. That's a guaranteed great experience. And if you do want the meet and greet, if you do want the selfies, if you do want all that good stuff, come early, come to the meet and greet. And we do all that stuff pre-show as well. And if you come and hang out afterwards, we might be able to stick around for a bit too. Here's the deal. You know, you mentioned something there and I want to touch on something. And this isn't something, I'm not trying to pile on here and we're certainly not trying to make a thing of this, but I do feel the need to touch on something that we've been tagged in. There's been a bunch of chatter this week, uh, some on cast member ends, some on some disgruntled customers ends um, about uh, some of the throwdown events that happened this year and a bunch of interactions with that and people who are still waiting refunds still awaiting refunds on the tickets or the merchandise and stuff like that. I feel the need to comment just because we have been tangentially involved with those events in the past. We did previously promote them on our show. You've appeared at some of them, I appeared at one of them. And we just want to go ahead and apologize for anything anyone's going through. We have nothing to do with that. And, and I do go the extra mile too, when someone confuses us with the people who run those events and tag us or, or write to us, I try to put them in touch with the right people. And we do feel for you guys, and we hope that everyone in due time and in due time By that I mean tomorrow are paid back every single dollar they're they're owed. Um, we just want to take this opportunity to clarify that we're we're not involved in that and we do hear you guys and we do feel your pain and we see you guys tagging us in the stories and I know there's been a a recent movement and a recent influx of information and a lot of people banding together and and whatnot. And you know, we do wish you all the best in that. We're not gonna pile on. I can say this, right? There's no malicious intent involved on that end. Um, if, you, if you're if you tuning in now thinking that we're going to like uncover some big conspiracy and somebody's been out to take all your guys' money this whole time, that's not the deal. You know, is there incompetence in play? Sure. I think anybody, you know, you don't need a magnifying glass to see that. But... Um, you know, there's no, you know, I don't think there's any criminal malpractice here. I don't think there's anybody out to get any single one of you. But that being said, I really do understand that a lot of you are upset and unhappy. And uh, you guys are making a lot of that public. You guys are banding together and you guys are hoping to, you know, be reconciled as soon as possible. And D and I hope that that is the case for all of you. And, you know, in any way we can help when people ask us, Hey, where's my Derek signed Jersey? Look, Derek got sent a bunch of jerseys. He signed them. He Sent them to who we're supposed to send them to you guys. And unfortunately, some of you guys didn't get them. Whenever one of you guys reaches out to us to ask about it, we point you in what we think is the right direction. And that's sort of all we can do. So anybody who's ever ordered anything from ChallengeMania.shop received it within seven to ten days. We haven't had one refund request. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that because some people still to this day confuse us. You know, there's there's similarities in the branding of the challenge throwdowns and challenge mania. We get it. There's a similar, I get it. When someone gets confused, I don't fault them for it, but there's a little bit of education involved. So if you're listening to this, And you do hear the rumblings, and obviously a lot of people are up in arms these days and this week, especially some more information has been brought to light. Like I said, there's people that are banding together for the cause. You have some cast members speaking out. Rightfully so, we get that you guys are upset. Um, We're trying to do our brand of live events. We have Challenge Mania Live in Los Angeles, Brea next Saturday, September 22nd. We're in Boston the following weekend, the 29th. We're in D.C. on October 13th, and we guarantee you, Every single person who comes to one of our events is gonna have a great time. If they have any issues, if they're not able to make it, if you know they feel like they didn't get their money's worth, they can contact us directly the day of, the day after, and we'll at least hear their case, and I'd be shocked if they were ever in any way denied a refund or didn't receive it almost instantly. So we've never had a complaint. We hope to never have any. We realize some might arise in the future. We look forward to be able to handle it. We look forward to be able to handle those in our own way, but we want, to know, we want you guys all to know we get this. That there's a sour taste in everyone's mouth um, in the industry, in the scene right now. And, you know, again, rightfully so. We've seen this stuff out there. We feel your pain. We're choosing not to respond publicly on Twitter, respond by retweeting it or hopping on the, you know, the message boards or the feeds and stuff like that. But we see everything you guys are saying. We see everything you guys are complaining about. We see all the evidence you guys are putting out there. We feel for you guys. Um, we're here to serve you guys every day with this podcast, with the events we put on, with the merchandise we sell, with the experiences we try to bring you guys. And we're sorry to hear that anyone's had a sour experience with anyone involved in the challenge scene, the live events, the merchandise, any of that stuff. So um, we're not going to speak ill, you know, we're not going to, you know, wish any ill will upon anyone or speak poorly of anyone because, you know, these are people we've dealt with and this isn't us getting on a high horse or on our platform to speak negatively about anyone just to let you guys all know because I know you guys have been turning to us to get our thoughts you've been including us we're not blind to it and we hear all your thoughts and we're with you on that and we want you guys all to get all the money back that you uh that you spent um unknowingly or that you spent that you spent and you think you deserve back so uh we hear you and we support all you guys and that's all I have to say D do you have anything else you want to say on that
2: no, I think you put it well. I don't. I, I like you said. I, I don't think it's coming from a malicious end, but maybe in inco- an incompetent or whatever words you want to use in place of that. Um, so that's the, and like I like I said, you, like you said. Uh, I mean, dude, I signed uh, a shit ton of jerseys. Uh, sent them back and anytime someone's hit me up or asked a question about that you know i've I've tried to point it in in the right direction it usually gets answered pretty quickly um but it just seems like there was more and obviously um i don't you know i just hope that you know everyone you know can find a way to you know figure this out and have on, on all ends you know what i mean so uh you know, sometimes I'm scratching my head too. You know, so but like you said, man, we're uh, you know, we're trying to do our thing here with Challenge Mania, Challenge Mania Live, and uh, you know, I, you know, you know, people are constantly, you know, happy. I, I I got a, I got a video the other day of of a little boy, of a mom, uh, sending him uh, uh, him opening a a Derek shirt. You know, one of those. One of those Derek shirts where you know he was in the the comic and, book shirt. Yeah, I know exactly and, what you're talking about. And, and so and like you know these people are still ha- you know people are happy people are uh, happy with our stuff. So. Um, you know, like, like I was saying before, there's a difference between like the big club event and, uh, the challenge Mania live. Obviously, uh, you know, we're at a comedy club and you know, we're going to be laughing our asses off the whole time interacting and stuff like that. So, uh, I'm not trying to sell, you know, I'm not trying to sell too much here. I'm just saying,
1: well, that's the thing. And and I'll, and I'll be honest with you. That's why I think there's a bit of a conflict. Here's it's Elaine shouts to Elaine who posted the adorable video of her little mini maniac with the shirt and shouts to Kendall Shepard, by the way, rocking a Shane shirt in her post as well. Um, here's, the deal. We're doing something similar. We're, we are selling our merchandise on the challenge shop. We get that some of you guys have had negative experience with other people's merchandise Therefore I'm not Going to go out here And bash other people's Merchandise experience With other people Because you know I never got why When I'm watching A Pepsi commercial They're allowed to say Fuck Coke you know And even if Coke Really does suck You know I don't. I, it's one of those things Where I just don't think That's fair I don't think it's fair We have a live event Next Saturday And we hope you guys All come to that But we hope you come to that Because you want to be At our event We're not going to come and, and, and pile on And talk about Bad experiences People had at other events Or bad experiences People have had By not getting their money back for events that were canceled, okay? We're going to try our hardest never to have an event canceled, but that's because we don't want to let you guys down. We're not in any way, shape, or form trying to throw stones, and that's why when you guys tag us and you guys invite us into the message boards and stuff like that, we're just not going to get involved because it looks like we have too much of a vested interest here, even though never have we ever saw ourselves as competitions of that movement over there. And there was nothing I wanted more than to be able to work in tandem and be able to do our challenge mania events along with other events and have these weekends be big blowout weekends that have throwdowns and parties and challenge manias during the day and all that good stuff and escape rooms. And I loved a lot of it. And I love the idea of being able to work with them, host those parties, do our events during the day. So no, there's not a bone in my body. There's not a hair on my arm that wished, you know, failure upon that venture. And thus I'm not going to speak negatively about it, even though, you guys are putting a lot of stuff out there. You're showing it to us. And it's it's not that I'm pretending I don't see it. I see all of it. I just think it's a conflict of interest. And, you know, we feel for you guys. We wish you the best. We hope that you guys are, you know, all your issues are remedied. Um, we'll try to help in any way we can. But like I said, our hands are tied because we are not directly involved. You know, we can send yeah. you to the right people to yeah. talk to, but that's all we can really do.
2: We're trying to say Challenge We Live is, is very different than, you know, these lar- very large, you know, um, throwdowns. Right.
1: So, Let's yeah. move on um, to our guest today. We have Miss Ashley Mitchell on the show with us. We had Hunter on a while back. Obviously, he was her partner. We got his side of a lot of this stuff. And now we're going to get Ashley's side. And since we last had Ashley on the show, she's one of our most well-received guests. The first time we had her on, she had her adorable pig on with her. We're going to find out an update on him and how he's doing. But she was on Champs versus Stars. She had a nice blow up over there when she had to switch teams. We had that Champs versus Stars reunion, and she. She has come head first, bashing her way back onto the Final Reckoning as a mercenary. Her and Hunter are back in the game, and she has come in guns a So we have a lot to talk to Ashley about. This is a great episode brought to you by Pantepic. Make sure you go to pantepic.com slash podcast to download their great messenger app. D, you're going to be in New York City here on October the 2nd for another one of our free viewing parties at East End Bar and Grill. These are 100% free, folks. This is a thank you from Challenge Mania to you guys here in the New York City Market. This is where I live, and I want to thank the greatest city in the world for supporting the challenge. We had a ton of people in the house for the Final Reckoning premiere party. We had a bunch of people a few weeks ago, right after Labor Day weekend. I was impressed with how many people came out after a three-day weekend, their last full weekend of the summer, and there were still a ton of people to hang out with me and Devin Simone and Emily Longaretta at East End Bar and Grill. Well, DKO will be in the house with me. That's right. Who knows who will show up to surprise D? When you know you got Derek in the house, all the challengers who live local might come by to surprise them it is tuesday october 2nd and all you have to do like i said 100 free we got food and drink specials we got raffles we got giveaways we got trivia we got dko in the house you'll have live challenge mania in the house doing commentary in between the commercials during the final reckoning which we will have the sound on for the entire episode all you got to do is email us challenge Podcast at gmail.com and let us know how many folks you are bringing speaking of east end bar and grill if you're around this weekend, they're showing the uh, Triple G and Canelo fight. You can watch it there. No better place to watch the fight. And they're also showing the Conor McGregor fight. That's October the 6th, I believe, as well. And they're the best place to watch Syracuse sports here in New York City. Yep, I'm a Q's homer. That's for sure. All right, brother. Let's get to Ashley Mitchell. This should be a good one. She's a fun guest. That's all fun? you got to say. Dude,
2: She's dude, She's dude. she's unbelievable. She's unbelievable on so many different ends. I mean, and then the first thing that comes to mind is like, wow, you got a lot of explaining to do, girl. And uh, she, man, she freaking sure does. So get ready for a doozy.
0: Okay. Oh my
1: God, what is that background Holy- noise?
3: Oh, I'm just, like, banging Nicki Minaj, 2006, old school stuff.
1: There you
2: are. 2006? Nicki Minaj was around in 2006?
3: Oh, my God, Derek, you're such a fucking loser, and this friendship's over. Now I'm just getting- <laughs> yes, she's- oh, my gosh, let me you're make amazing. it up. Give me
2: some time. Yes. Give me some time.
1: Right. Ashley, I know okay. technically we haven't started the podcast yet, but we got quite a bit of backlash for the amount of f bombs dropped on our last episode by uh, Polly uh-huh. Calafiore. I believe he hit about 9,528, but who's counting? Um, so, so I can't say fuck l- or let, let D friend hear or it. Fuck? You get <laughs> let Did D you? hear it about Nicki Minaj and his lack of knowledge of Nicki Minaj's Shit. back catalog now before we start. That's sure. all I'm saying.
3: Oh, I know. He's a he's a degenerate. He probably thinks he's she's just like so mainstream, but she's a genius cuz she went mainstream, but she's a hip-hop genius.
1: I heard D no, no. is really? a Car- I heard he's a Cardi B guy. That's what I heard.
3: Oh, is he? He would be. He Derek. Would be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing nothing that Cardi B could top. From that there's nothing that tops that season, not even Cardi B, from when you fucking you put that laid that piece of paper down on fucking Tony's head or whoever that was. D,
1: you as well need to watch the F bombs. I suggest not using it as a like or an um or a transition (laughs) word. That's where they really start to pile up. Save them for like a really
3: Virginia. You can't tell us what that fuck just say.
1: Just save it for like a nice home run point you want to make, and that's just what I effing wanted to say. Don't just like, you know, throw it in there and you're Times leading up to the point, then it takes away oh, from all life. the oomph in you know, there. You know,
2: you know, what that makes
3: you. Well, yeah. ask you.
2: Yeah, and you know, yeah, you know what that makes us want to do, Scott. Uh, right when, right when we start, it's just gonna be like, fuck, 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 fuck. fuck.
1: some people like to listen to this in their car with their kids some of them like to listen to it uh, maybe while they're cleaning their house or something like that while you know friends and family might be around so let's try to keep it to like six or less how's that sound oh
3: wow oh wow now you're so responsible and so mature wow All
1: right, you guys can hear the (laughs) f-bombs ringing in the air you know that that's Ashley Mitchell's music (laughs) back on the show she's one of our, our most popular guests we have her Back to discuss her time on Champs versus Stars, which took place in its entirety since her last appearance here with her lovely pig. And we have seen her oh, come yeah. in, guns a blazing on the final reckoning with her partner Hunter. Ashley, what's up? How are you?
3: Hey man, I'm doing pretty good. I've been waiting for y'all. You kind of blew me off. I felt like a, a date that showed up 30 minutes late. Y'all
2: are in oh, trouble. Oh my <laughs> gosh, blew you off? No way. No way. Well, I don't know what's something funny, what's what's really funny, I got some secret information. Um we, we were actually, we actually did a podcast. The last podcast we did was, up, I think, pretty close to you taking off to to be a mercenary. And it was still kind of, you know, I think you were, you know, kind of like up in the air, whether. Yeah, know, I was, up. and I held
3: that secret from y'all. Mm-hmm. You like that secret keeper? Was
2: there wasn't no secret from me. You can't keep no secrets from me. Yeah, you did. Well, You, you did. don't know. Yeah, yeah, you, you're right. You actually did bounce. And then I, and then I knew, you know, so we, we don't want, we don't get into too much of that, um, behind the scenes, inside scoop stuff, but that's just a, a little bit, it's a little bit. So when you left, you know, or when, 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 when you didn't respond to my text message, uh, <laughs> <one> point, yeah, <laughs> no, by the I way, way I'm
3: to Africa, and I saw your text message actually, but I just didn't respond. Oh, but. okay. Awful okay.
1: idea putting somebody on the podcast two days before they go dark for a month. I mean, like, talk about like bad planning <laughs> on our part. We're like looking for a freaking retweet here. Everybody loved your episode, and like you, you know, the, oh my god, Ashley, you were so great. Oh my god, we love your pig, and she's just like cold shouldering everyone on social. <laughs> don't
3: worry, I did that in my real life and on Twitter, so don't take it personally.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was good. No, she was killing it. She was killing it. We we got her on the podcast right before she disappeared. So that's great. But now she's here. She's on the. Po- she's back on the podcast. She she's back as a mercenary, and she's making some noise, Scott. She's making a lot of noise. I uh, Ashley, I get in a lot of trouble for not staying in sequence. So I'm gonna let the questions go back to Scott, and uh, I'm gonna stop right there. Welcome.
3: Welcome, Ashley. It's a pleasure. Okay, love
1: you, babe. Okay, let's go, Scott. So come on, Scott. So last time you were on the show, you know, you went to obviously to go film the final reckoning. But we were blessed with this great Ashley Mitchell performance. So when I say performance, I mean your social game was on fleek on Champs versus Stars. You had this great meltdown that I think continues to ring in our ears to this day. But we, but you know, as much as I wanted to have you on, sort of you know, middle of the summer to talk about it. What they did was, when they advertised the Final Reckoning, even in that first trailer, they showed us that you and Hunter were coming. They showed us that the mercenaries were coming. We just didn't know when. So I was kind of like, all right, let's save Ashley for when we can talk about both of these things. I didn't know whether you guys were going to lose. I didn't know whether you guys were going to be invited into the house. I didn't know anything. I was just like, I don't want to have her on to just talk about Chance versus Stars when we know we have Final Reckoning in the rear, you know, in the future as well. So now that both are out there, let's get let's get Chance versus Stars out of the way because we did get some questions about that, and then. Chronologically, we'll we'll move into Final Reckoning where you're just like, I mean, you came in guns a blade, head, you came in head first, literally, but we'll get to that. Champs versus stars. So explain because your reaction on Champs versus stars to getting swapped from team to team was a little bit disproportionate. I feel like you were kind of, you know, wound up on a.
3: No, Scott, no. Okay, Okay. like you just said, oh I'm sorry, like you just said. I was socially running that whole game. I'm not talking on the red team. I'm talking the blue team, the red team. Whenever that first guy, what was his name, that football player? He, oh,
1: Arian Foster.
3: Uh-huh. I orchestrated him getting out. And then the red team, like Brooke Hogan, she's still one of my good friends. Like, that girl is just an amazing human. I had, like, we were running the show on the red team. And honestly, I was kind of running the blue team a little bit like um what's his name that data Jlo? i'm sorry I'm super casper underwater. smart oh yeah the ghost okay so that guy <laughs> the ghost he the very third day of we of us filming he knocked on my bedroom door and he was like i would like to talk to you and i'm like i'm sorry this is not a star's room this is a camp's room he's like no i know and he goes, I think you got the biggest balls of anyone on this show. bloody dotty, dotty, doll. And pretty much sucking my hoo-hoo. If, you know, if, he, if I would have let it happen, he was just kissing my ass all over the place. And so then I thought he was my friend. So when he voted me in, that's why I had that mental breakdown. I was like, that was just so mind-blowing to me because I align myself with actual friends. And the way that he came through my room, kissed my butt, and then did that to me, I was – honestly, I was mind-blown. I I mean, I've never been backstabbed that way before.
1: We really enjoyed this season of Chance vs. Stars, and this is from a couple of guys who admittedly so were a little bit underwhelmed by the first and second iterations of the series. And what we likened it to was the fact that, you know, the, the stars kind of upped the game this season and they actually were playing know, a challenge like social game. So yeah. So talk about that. I mean, you're talking about him knocking on your door and kissing your butt a little bit, but then turning on you. I mean, that sounds like something a lavender lady would do or something a young buck would do. So were you guys just not prepared Wrong. for them to come in swinging Scott. or what? Scott,
3: Scott, First of all, watch yourself. The LLs are never fake, and the TYBs are never fake to anybody. We will cut your throat and not care about it, but we're not going to tell you we're friends and then cut your throat. We're going to say we hate you, you fuck your horse, but we're not going to say we're best friends and then I hate you. We're not going to do that. Well, but someone
1: someone did we, write an article in People magazine this week that you were very nice to her, and then you may or may not have you didn't cut her throat per se, but you did something that okay, emotionally we're not felt like yet. that. We're not, just hey, to play devil's advocate. In,
2: hey, hey, stay in chronological order, Scott. All right exactly. we're not there, yeah. Take it easy, bro. Take it easy. Just okay, can't say there's, just there's,
3: there's, there's
1: a few well, hundred stands shape, out there listening yeah. to this what? that are Chance like, oh yeah. Stars. Go ahead.
3: Um, okay, so. <clears throat> What he did was off camera. (coughs) Pardon. (coughs) Sorry, guys. Uh, Sorry. Uh, So what he did was off camera, and that's why I took it personally. It wasn't like there was a camera there. He knocked on my door to talk to me game wise. Now he came to my door as a friend, asked me about the game. He saw the past, what happened with To. He was talking about me, you know, or talking to me about my dad. So that's why I took it more personally. There wasn't a camera there. This wasn't something that was game. This was, he was personally, you know, inviting me to hang out with him and his friends. So when he traded me for Tori, I knew what the deal was. Deal was that on his team, the Scars were running the show and they were trying to get rid of Tori, even though they loved Tori, right? Him and Tori were best friends. And I knew that, which is fine. But so then when he traded me for Tori, I realized I was the one they wanted to get out. Why not Kayla? Why me? I mean, I love Kayla. Kayla's one of my best girlfriends. But why did they want to target me? And that's what made me so butthurt. Because I was like, yo, you're coming for me because I have the most money right now for my charity. And I think that's effed up because they know, especially the Lees, knew just six months before I filmed that show when my dad passed away while I was filming the show. So, yes, I wanted to win because... Not too long ago, my dad passed away while I was filming that show, I and mean, he was sick. He told me, I would never want you to, like, stay there. You know what I mean? Like, that's stupid. So that's the reason I got that hurt about it, because I was honestly personally hurt.
2: Personally. So, so did you think that, did you, I, from, I, like, if I'm picking or I'm pulling Ashley onto my team, I'm picking her so she can help me win. You thought they were picking you sort
3: of... Oh my gosh, Derek, that's not what they were doing, though, Derek, because right. the, te- the blue team, they know they had to pick someone to go against the red team. It's not blue team going against blue team or red team going against red team. If that was the factor, then yes, that would make sense. But no, they want to put the freaking challenger against the star because they knew if they brought a star over, then the challengers would have the numbers and those idiots were going to go home like the red team did, like I did. I convinced the blue team to send their own people home because they, they're done. So, I don't know. So, you mentioned no, Casper.
1: Stupid. Casper impressed us, but he was working hand-in-hand hand with uh, another star on, on that end, one that had a little bit of experience playing in the game by the name of Louise Hazel, who just so happens to be one of our guests next weekend in Southern California at Challenge Mania Live. If anybody wants tickets, challengemania.live for tickets. What would you think of Louise playing that, uh, that rock star-type game on oh, Champs vs. Stars?
3: Oh, Scott, I want to be honest with you, I fucking, oh, okay. Scott, I want to be honest with you, I freaking hated it, but I do respect it. Like, at the reunion, me and that girl had a long talk, and we do relate on a lot of things, and we just had the same game, and she beat me, and I'm, um... Adult enough to admit I was super butt hurt because she was beating me at my own game, and especially the part of the game I'm good at. I'm good at socializing. I'm good at alliances. And when her alliance had the one-up of my alliance, I have to admit I was butt hurt. But I'm a crybaby. Y'all all all know that. You see it (laughs) all the time.
0: And I'm not
3: someone who hides my flaws. I drink too much. I cry too much. and. I do a lot of things too much, but um, yeah, no, she's good. Uh, if she ever gets on the challenge, on the real challenge, one day, people better watch out. They better hope I'm on the challenge that Louise gets on because I'm the only person who might be able to get an alliance, to get her out. Because Olympic gold medalist, I mean, or Olympic whatever she is, like eight time, one of the most amazing girls in the Olympics ever. They need a girl that can uh, pull it, tick. <laughs> better than her.
1: And well, we got a question from <laughs> NYC Gypsy who says, has Ashley made amends with Louise? Sounds like you have. And then how would you feel about being partnered with Louise on a challenge similar to Vendetta's or The Final Reckoning in the future?
3: Are you serious? If I was partners with Louise, I would die of happiness. Like, I would already be spinning my check before I got to the challenge. Because that girl... No, she was terrified. I don't know if you guys remember. The very first uh, Chance for Stars was Chance for Pros. And the very first challenge, I was the captain. And Louise was the captain. And then I come out like, hey, guys, I'm Ashley, a little cheerleader, annoying. And then here comes Louise, British and terrifying as hell. Like, I'm Louise. I'm the captain. I literally was like, okay, well, I just shit my pants a little bit. I hope that's Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, my whole thing with her is like now, once I decided that my GPS sounds like her, now anytime I'm like, I have ways on, I just pretend it's Louise. Well, we're going to ask her next week in LA. We're going to put her on the spot because it's that was the number one question coming out of Champs vs. Stars this season was, A, could any of these folks transition into a full-on challenge season? But B, and what everyone really wants to know is, what or could Louise? Because she's the returning star on that end. She did Champs versus Pros. She came back for Champs Fans versus stars she's got okay, this I'm podcast
3: gonna I'm gonna interrupt you and I'm gonna tell you something about Louise mm-hmm. she is she she grew up in the Olympics okay she is very so uh, focused she's very classy human okay I, I even my enemies I will talk good about I'll tell you a lot of good things about Cara as well But with Louise, I feel like she would get in that house where we're all degenerates, and sometimes we drink too much and the best friends fight with each other and they wake up the next morning and act like everything's a-okay. I feel like Louise is, I know I hate to say this, but I feel like Louise is too good for that. And I think when she gets there, she's going to be overwhelmed about just how – Insane we actually are Well
1: I know you don't I know you don't solely mean this And you mean obviously The debauchery And the fighting as well But we had her on the podcast And we asked Whether more hookups Go down in a challenge house Or in the Olympic village And she was like No question The Olympic village Tenfold Yeah but
3: the Olympic village Best friends don't get drunk And call each other um, heads Or the worst word You know what I mean Like I remember On that uh, In Africa On season 32 The lavender lady is getting this big fight. We're all cussing at each other. And I see Davon and Jose in the corner just literally, like, getting off on it, thinking we're going to vote each other in the next day. And we wake up (laughs) best friends. We're like, oh, I love you. Sorry about last night. Sorry I called you an asshole and that you're fake as F. I actually think you're amazing. (laughs) So it's just that's the way the challengers are. Like, we make mistakes and we forgive each other because we realize we're all kind of jacked. But jackasses, <laughs> and we understand it. Like, I, mean, I don't know. We all get each other. And I'm not sure she would be there. Like, I don't know if she would get it. I don't know if Louise would get how much of assholes we all are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you,
2: you might be right. You might be right. She may get a little taste of that uh, in, uh, in L.A. next week. Um, but, uh, you know, isn't it funny how, like, you know, the whole Vendettas theme comes down to, you know, people actually being like, Oh, yeah, I love that. That would be awesome if he or she was my partner or, like, oh,
3: Tony. But to- I don't think that – I never think that actually happens. I know a lot of people have to say, oh, you're starting to fight because you want to be her vendetta, like Marie and Kara. Like, the, oh, the only reason Marie fought with Kara is because she wants to be her vendetta. No, I can tell you one thing, and, Derek, you can agree with me about our show. When you F and hate somebody – you hate them. Like, this is not fake. This is not for TV. This is for a freaking million dollars. Mm-hmm. This is serious.
1: There's definitely people listening to this right now, though, Ashley, that are saying, but wait, on the last episode of Challenge Mania you did, you, and I quote, said, if they do an ecstasy, not better be with Hunter. And guess what? This isn't an ecstasy season, but you are, in fact, with Hunter. So clearly. Oh,
3: oh Scott, 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 Scott. Let me, uh, let me teach you, honey, about the Ashley Waves. First of all, when I went to an Invasion, I told everyone, that I was going to win that season. When I found out this season was in Africa, I started bawling my eyes out crying because I was the alternate. So it's like when I found out it was in Africa and all the lavender ladies there, I was super upset. So believe me, don't worry. I know what I say, and what I say comes true. I'm a freaking witch. You don't have yeah. she's use
2: yeah, look, I hear I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying about like you know fighting and, and and then getting along the next day. Now you got all these lavender ladies and young bucks and people that you're friends with and and stuff like that. I know that that's cool now, but how about in a couple of weeks when you guys got to turn on each other? That's that's what I'm interested in. Hey,
3: hey Derek. Hey, Derek. How many challenges have you done? Uh, ten. Uh, okay, okay. And and your alliance? You've had a lot of alliances, right? How I do you have. have- Okay, so you have like four or five people in your alliance, or four or five teams, should I say, right? Uh How many freaking times has four teams of your alliance made it to the top four? Freaking never. There's no freaking reality TV show, let it be Survivor, Big Brother, freaking the challenge that all four people make it. Not because they turn to each other, because at one point the other freaking alliance is going to win. So as long as y'all stick together, there's no there's no point that you're all going to have to turn each other. It's never happened to the L.L.s and never will happen to the L.L.s or the T.Y.B.s or in any other reality TV show that you watch. There's no way that an alliance of four or five people are going to have to turn each other because if they run the game that much. That's not a fun show to watch, and no one wants to see it.
2: Yeah, but only, only, but, but usually only three or four make it to the end. So, like right now,
3: no, I've never seen three people in an alliance make it to a final. Show me that freaking season where three people of the same alliance has made it to a final, and I will be flabbergasted.
1: Yeah, well, not since they've changed the format. But I think the island right would be one of those. D right. Yeah. Yeah. But that yeah. was before it became this kind of this different type no, of format. I, I don't,
2: I'm just saying, I'm just saying at some that's point,
3: where I was allowed to watch MTV. Yes. Uh, yes.
2: You know, you know what? This is, this is what I, but this is what JK, I'm going to say. I'm old. Uh, but listen, this is what I'm going to say, especially with the secret cameras around now and in the redemption house, where people are getting to see that shit is that um, you, you guys are going to hear you. You like, even you're going to hear uh, people from your Alliance saying something negative about you, but you know are what? trying to get you out of the game because that's just what's going to happen. They're going to have to Fair at least entertain the are idea. So
3: wrong. You are so wrong in every way. The fucking Lavender ladies have never gone against each other. We're not the do- um, mm-hmm. Dolphins. And if people, a lot of people ask this, are Lavender ladies friends with Dolphins? Yes. The LLs love the Dolphins, which are Cam, uh, Marie, and Sylvia. Sylvia is the connection there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we love them. But never will we turn it to—never, never. I swear to God we will put our own blood— Quote me on this. We will put our own blood on the line before we put each other into elimination.
1: Okay. We're going to get to the LLs. We'll get to the Cool Jays, We'll get to everybody. But or do we want to put a bow on the Champs versus Stars? Do you have anything else to say from that season? Like I said, your your exit was somewhat, you know, unceremonious. Yeah, you did have no. a fun finale. I mean, a reunion there. But, I mean, was it overall a good experience for you? Did you enjoy meeting the celebs that you got to play oh. with this time around? I know it's tough not being able to take home the, the prize for your charity. You, get, no, you did get to make I, some.
3: I have a lot of regrets from Chance. I mean, the way I acted, I'm just so passionate. And, like, when it comes to losing, y'all don't understand, like, how much it, like, really hurts me. Like, I die on the inside when I lose. Like, you can watch that from my first season, Challenge 28. Um, I, I regret the way I acted and treated people uh, at the reunion. I was blackout drunk, and I didn't even sound like myself um but yeah no that that season was fun I'm very glad I got to meet Brooke Brooke Hogan um I regret the way I acted but I can't say I would act different again just because I hate freaking losing (laughs) I'm just a I'm a sore sport and I I can own up to it
2: at any at at it at any point while you were saying that just now did you actually tear up
3: uh, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to treat people. I don't like to make anyone feel bad. And honestly, I really like Louise and Casper's cool and stuff. And I, I mean, I'm tearing up a little bit, but not because I don't, I don't know why I don't like I to can- act like, I don't like to act like that, but I just, I, I know that I can't stop it because that's how much I care. Like I care a lot about winning.
1: Yeah, I think Shag. you just settled a lot of bets by admitting that you were blackout drunk on that uh, reunion special. I think uh, quite a few people at home probably had a feeling that not just you, but some of you guys up there were because that was a weird well, reunion. I'm not oh, going to yeah, lie. Me, Kay- oh, oh, y'all wouldn't
3: know me, Kayla, and Shane barely slept. Like, we were out at the gay bars until. Shane five had in the a morning. look
1: to him. I know he did something with his hair as well that night, but, like, also just he had Got an overall eyebrows. fog he to dyed him.
3: He his eyebrows green. He looked
1: That was the most normal looking thing about him that night. He looked like he had a fog over him. Like, I I, honestly, it's funny if you ever, I would highly recommend if anyone's a brain candy patron, go and watch them watching that finale because they are just so confused at all of you. But like specifically Shane, him, and I think CT even was a little bit, you know, it it, it just, there was a lot of people walking out. I think Kayla walked out. And uh, honestly, I was just, I came out of that thing saying, you know, this is a great reunion. This is very fun, but I wish they would have filmed them the night before.
3: No, but I'm going to tell you what happens. This is I'm going to tell you what happens. And the LLs, the Lavender Ladies, have been talking about the reunion this season. I'm like, because what happens is all the challenges, we get together, and we don't have cameras. And we can do whatever we want. We can drink uh, wine that's not fucking blue. We can drink normal color. You know, we can just have fun, and people aren't videotaping it, and it gets out of hand every time. We have the best time together, even enemies on the challenge We are best friends in real life. Like, it's crazy because it's like, you know what I'm going through. I know what you're going through. And we have a good time. And then the next day, they make us wake up at 9 a.m. and go to a reunion. And we're all wishing we were dead. (laughs) I think I vomited, like, four times that day. It was horrible. And then I decided to wear an outfit that, like, pretty much shows off my whole body. And I look like I'm a nine-month pregnant lady. It was horrible. Like, every decision I made that weekend was bad. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so yeah so like and, and I, I almost feel like at the re- and i almost feel like at the reunions like everyone should have like th- like their own amount of alcohol you know what i mean like it's weird you can't give everyone booze at the reunions because no. some people overdo derek, it but
3: derek derek they would not give us any alcohol at all not one beer not nothing and we're all so hung over we're literally yeah. like praying to the toilet bowl and they won't give us any alcohol i'm like i literally told somebody i was like if you don't give me a beer i'm not gonna go on stage and i had someone like message me like ashley you can't say that you'll be in trouble i'm like okay obviously i was kidding i'm sorry the girl thought i was being serious but i'm not gonna go on stage without a beer so bring that beer (laughs) yeah
2: so and, and and that's because i was at the vendettas reunion and that's what it was too. It was like, no, nothing. It was like, everyone went out the night before we all kind of like, you know, we have this reunion, you know, the night before and we all yeah, see each other. I'm like, I'm so
3: excited. And
2: so I feel like the only way to level out everybody having to wake up at seven in the morning is to give them a little bit of booze. But, but for some people, even a little bit of booze is too much booze and they ruin the fucking show because they can't, you know, they can't handle their alcohol. So it ruins it for everyone else. And now you got to sit through. Um, excuse hours me, Derek. I'm,
3: Derek, I'm sitting right here.
1: all right more with ashley mitchell in a minute but i just want to take a quick break to tell you guys about pantepic their founders want to recalibrate how we communicate within an internet connected world mobile devices have become the standard of how we communicate with one another they seek to promote community interaction by building a messenger that's equipped with fundamental features to complement life rather than overrun it pantepic removes the distractions of filters news feeds and advertisements pantepic is a free mobile messenger that facilitates communication without distraction. Pantepic is accessible for all and does not require an SMS plan. It's free and it's available in over a hundred languages. Map-based messaging and media sharing allows us to stay connected with friends within our community, as well as communicate with friends and families internationally. Scheduled messaging allows us to stay organized and preemptively send messages while they're fresh on your mind. I love that. Destruct messaging adds another layer destruct messaging as another layer of privacy with the ability to set a time limit for messages to appear in the receiver's message log visit pantepic.com slash podcast to download pantepic for free today available on ios and android in over 100 languages they want the pantepic community to be involved in the process of improving their app so get involved and leave a review or contact them on social media once again it is pantepic and we are happy to have them as a partner of challenge mania all right let's get back to ashley mitchell before she gets too carried away so you guys originally just thought you were going as alternates right
3: uh no no no, no you no, always no,
1: no. knew you always knew that you were going in as mercenaries
3: no honey i didn't know at all they called me okay so the people went to um, africa and i found out that all my friends left and i was an alternate and i'm gonna tell you i was I was not myself. I was depressed. I was drinking like we do on our days off in the challenge. But, like, I was so sad because I knew if I get to Africa, I'm going to do very freaking well. And I was so sad. And then I think it was, like, a week and a half later, they're like, you have four days. Pack your bags. You're going to Africa. I was like, what the fuck? I hadn't been training. I had been treating my body and myself and my mind horribly because I was just so sad because I really thought that if I get there— I think I can do really well. I really do. This was my heart. I know my heart, and my heart thinks just like on the chance first pros I, this season that uh, Louise screwed me in the bundle. uh, Well, you know, what's interesting
1: about what you said, because people are complaining about the unfair advantage that mercenaries have by being able to come in late. But what you just said is interesting because, you know, people, I think, kind of have this glamorous depiction of mercenaries just sitting there waiting to pounce and getting to train in a gym and getting ready and then getting to come in on fresh legs. But hearing that you guys kind of got blindsided with the call, it's not really that much more of an advantage.
3: Oh, honey, I had four days to pack my bags and leave. I was literally flabbergasted. I had, you remember, I just talked with y'all. I had my pig at the time. Yeah. My pig is still on a farm, but don't worry. He's safe. He's going to come home with me. But, like, I had to do everything. I had to pay, like, three months rent just in case. Like, people don't understand what it takes to go on a challenge. You don't just get pick up and leave. You have your bills, your social media, your family, your friends, like, and you can't tell anyone, so it's it's very... Four days notice is, is honestly unfair. It's unfair.
1: Well, what did you do with your pig? David wants to know who watches your pig when you're doing challenges, and do you get to FaceTime him when you get your five-minute FaceTime slash ten-minute calls?
3: Oh, my God, you guys. Hamlet tasted so good. It was the best bacon I'd ever had in my life. You ate no, Hamlet? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. i <laughs> <laughs> no, Gotcha. No, no. he's on a rescue farm, but he's not a rescue animal. I've actually donated donated a lot of money to this rescue farm. The lady's amazing. And she has a bunch of pigs and emus and goats. And um, Hamlet's living his best damn life. And uh, I'll get him back Uh I'll be getting a bigger place soon. I live in this tiny little apartment, and this big, wild was growing up fast. Yeah, so my, my sister moved in with me, so we'll be splitting rent now. So we're gonna move into a bigger place and take the little frickin' brat. He's just
0: like, like me and my sister. He's so spoiled and evil. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish
2: I like where you're going with the mercenary thing,
1: because um, it's interesting, right? Everybody, when yeah. they got to come in, because look, Derek is the example of the other way they do the mercenary thing, which Derek went you out know, there. Uh,
3: excuse me, honey, I was there too, and everyone was like, "Oh, oh. my god, you left."
1: I forgot because and, you lost.
3: Um. Okay. Well, let me go there because I do not want to discredit Cam because she probably would have beat me in that fucking challenge. Or sorry. I don't want to discredit Cam because she definitely want to beat me in that challenge. Well, probably. But I can guarantee you I was not giving him a hundred percent. Me and Darrell, were like, good friends. I love his wife. And then Frank was there as well. We all wanted to go out that night. So, like, honestly, I just wanted to lose quick so we could go out. And I'm not saying I gave up. I literally gave up. I think we went uh, four or five rounds. But you could see me laughing in the trailer, like, ha, 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 ha. No, I was like literally just laughing, like, please come on, let's just finish this girl. And also I knew she was aligned with some of my friends.
1: Oh, so was was, that oh, the Lavender Ladies Dolphins connection comes into play there. Everybody's saying Kill a Cam crushed it in those mercenary eliminations. Turns out no. she just had a teammate no, you know, on the Tori, other side. Tori
3: and I, well, Tori and I both talked about it and it I definitely not do not think. That I would have beat Cam. I don't know what what happened. Cam is a bad ass bee. I can give her that, and I'm not saying I would beat her. Definitely an opponent challenge. Do you see my legs and arms? There's nothing to brag about, okay? But I'm saying there's one girl that gives it everything, and that'd be me. So, but that time I'm going to tell you, I didn't give it everything. We wanted <laughs> to go party. Also, Cam is a dolphin, which what I was finding out about. So, honestly, I wanted her to beat some of the other girls. Well, okay. You know I mean? you, so, so,
1: I apologize for forgetting that you were one of the mercenaries last season. But D is obviously, you know, you, you go in there and oh you give God.
3: it my a- Derek was a king last season. <laughs> right. He just had the best elimination in the history of the challenge. Thank better, you. in my opinion, better than CT picking up bananas. I mean, that was epic because of the rivalry. But competition-wise, CT weighed like 100 more pounds than bananas.
1: But all he got but was this happened, lousy T-shirt.
3: What 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 happened was Derek was absolutely terrifying and honestly that was super sexy like he killed it
1: <laughs> Hey <laughs> Hey, Thank I you. can't disagree with you. But well, look, here's the deal, right? Listen, so let, let me let me put it out there, Dean, okay, because I think right. you I'm going to say something you're you're probably scared to say at this point. But you know, Ashley goes out there, she finds out. Hey, you know what? There's really no incentive for me to go out there and beat Cam. Hey, I hear Cam's actually friends with some of my friends. Ah, eh, maybe I go 80%. Darrell goes out with out there with Millie. He's like, Hey, let's party! Shouts to Millie, by the way. Frank Sweeney's yeah. out there. Who, by the way, I was literally That's while I'm That's pod- exactly what happened,
3: bro. That's exactly what happened. All of us. All the mercenaries that came in together were really like, who cares? We're getting paid the same amount, and we like all the people? Fuck it. Dude, that's exactly what happened But what happens with Derek Is that he uh, lives in Morgantown And you have this, like, big problem With just losing an all
1: And <laughs> he lives in Morgantown. what's going on right
3: now Like, Derek is just here for his fucking rep He's like, no way am I gonna lose To help someone else out Well, can you, money. you
1: wanna hear the best part of this? And I don't know if you heard this podcast But we had Rogan okay. on the show And what you just said was, it's funny You were going against Cam Who you heard for, through the grapevine She was friends with some of your friends A will overlap with the Dolphins And the, and the Lavender Lady well, Dee actually spent a little bit of time as an alternate with Rogan, who was a good friend of Joss. And before Derek goes in, Rogan just goes, hey, man, if you go in there, just watch out for me, bro. His name's Joss. Just take care of him, all right? And then D's like, yeah, sure, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> so he literally went out there having told someone that he would take care of their friend. And instead, but he wrestled him for him. an I hour and a half. I can't
3: blame him. Because you know why? Because it was like when I lost to Louise and I acted a fool, not lost, but politically, politically or like socially, whatever, not honestly, well, the, the cards fell in her favor. anyway I acted wild, you know what I mean? But um, in my actions, Derek did that um, respectfully in a challenge. He just wants to win. Like, I want to win. I would give anything to win. I don't care if it's freaking Uno and my boyfriend's beating me. I will go break down in tears because I just hate losing. And I really think that that was Derek. It was just he doesn't like to lose. But that time, I didn't care about losing because I just wanted to go drink with my friend Darrell and freaking Frank and didn't really care. <laughs> and,
2: and, you know, and, and, and it's they're, they're two different games, right? Like, like the game I was playing was like barbaric you know what I mean? Against the guy that was like oh fucking stout. That you know what I mean? That was
3: honestly better. That was better than a porno for me. That was the sexiest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Oh, and, oh
2: my god. And, and, and to be honest with you, like, the games that they were playing, it's like, look, I would have been up there if I'm if I'm being outweighed by that much, and I don't have that much of a shot, there's really just nothing you can do. You know what I mean? There's just like nowhere, like, you literally, like, with even Darrell and Nelson, like, There is nowhere he can go. Like even with
3: Brittany, like with shit. Well, Brittany was fucked. I was hoping I got Brittany because I wanted Brittany. I wanted Brittany and Cam to both stay. So when I walked in, I honestly didn't know Brittany, but I'm obsessed with her. She's just so cute with that booty and everything. So when I saw Brittany, I was like, Oh my god! I hope (laughs) that Brittany pulls me because I'm gonna let I'm gonna let her win easily. And and then when Cam pulled me, I was like, Oh my god! I'm gonna have to fucking fight, and I don't really feel like it. But, like, I knew she was part of the LL, so whatever happened. And I, this is what I don't want people to think is that I'm discrediting discrediting Cam because I'm pretty sure she probably would have beat me. I'm right. not saying she would have beaten beat
1: you if you did try, but you didn't try, is what you're saying.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I don't think freaking Derek can beat me if I super try because I'm mentally unstable, and to lose, I'd rather freaking die. So. It would take a lot for her to be me, but I think she could have done it. You yes. mentioned Britney.
1: Yes. I don't know if you've seen the new Britney merch we have over at challengemania.shop. We've got some. Oh, my uh, God. Are you
3: guys sending me one for free? Some
1: fly. Of course yeah, we will. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yes, of course we will. Tomorrow? <laughs> uh, yes. I
3: think, we need, I think we need a smasher.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> I think we do as well. We'll get our boy Craig Marrier working on that one. Craig, you heard it here.
3: I think hey,
1: um, let me ask you though, because D, I don't think you want to say this, but you, not everyone's wired like you, who goes out there and is willing to just put his body on the line for two hours for a lousy T-shirt and a ticket to the reunion. I mean, oh you saw God. how the other, you know, mercenaries treated it. They then decide to change the format for this season, and the mercenaries get to play their way into the house. <laughs> Obviously, that isn't doesn't that weird, include isn't Derek. that
3: weird how much better I can beat it? not that so weird? You all literally of a threw how-
1: your head through a wooden panel. So I just, a, I'm, I'm not going to get into the fact that Derek didn't not get to benefit from this, and you did, but, you know, when you found out, hey, this is a different situation, you get to come into the house, was that literally when TJ announced it? Because you mentioned only getting four days and going to Africa.
3: No, 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 no. Okay, so production told me, like, you're going to come to Africa, but there's a chance that you could stay. They didn't tell me nothing about a redemption house. I didn't know what was happening. I knew my lavender ladies. I knew Shane, Sylvia, and Amanda were there. And they told me I got to come. You can ask. I started literally I fell on the ground, and started falling. I was so happy. I just more than anything, I wanted to be with my best friends. A lot of people on the challenge say they're friends, but the lavender ladies are literally best friends. And I know us four together. I don't care if it's Jesus Christ himself. You better watch out because we're Mary Magdalene and
1: we're gonna fucking take you down. Wow, interesting. Nice biblical reference there. And I think we all picture it and we all get it. Uh, let me ask you. Oh my you, God, that was horrible. Dad.
3: That so you just was so you just so what say.
1: you said there. I I think that you know and you know D's probably gonna gonna hate me for kind of going back into this, but you mm-hmm. know what, what I'm I'm obsessed with the kind of logistics of this, which is you know the mercenaries on vendettas. I'd imagine they were like, hey, we need you for a week. We need you for a few days. You're coming to Spain, whatever. Don't tell your job you're gone for a while. Whereas when you're yeah. getting called to be a mercenary where you could play or win to a house situation that takes two yeah. more months. I mean, they kind of got to let you know that. So it's one of those things where I don't think oh, we're letting people too behind oh, 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 the curtain. Oh, Scott,
3: Scott, Scott. I don't know if you know, but bitch I'm rich. Now <laughs> No, but I just won. I, I won the challenge the year before. So they really, they told me nothing. Like literally they were like, You might stay for a month or you might not. And, like, I had no idea. Like, I knew that I could get my way in, but I didn't know anything about a redemption house.
1: So how does, one, how does one prep for that in the real world? Like, I don't know specifically what your job situation is, but we know some people out there have, you know, jobs that they have to at least let, the, even if their employer's a fan of the show, they need to let them know, hey, I'm going for X amount of days or this amount of days, whatever. So like, how is it cool to just say like, you may or may not be gone for a day or two months?
3: Okay. Um- well, what I do is that I'm actually a brand ambassador, so I work for companies like Hyundai and a lot of tech companies, um, let's say Salesforce or um, Oracle, things like this, and I work conventions, and I'm pretty much a brand ambassador, so I know about the company, and I pretty much stand for guys that come up to me and then i'm smarter than they are and i tell them about what the company does and they're so flabbergasted they buy the products so when i don't have to show up it's really not that big of a deal because i'm kind of a, a hired a, a hired hot brain if you will so scott, i get to, i get to come and go
2: scott let me help let me help you with this if you are a reoccurring cast member on a reality tv show you don't have a normal job. You have You can't, you can't, yeah, baby. You, you can't. And and whoever your employer is or whoever you're working with, uh they understand that you have to leave and what you do because probably what you do on TV helps out uh helps helps their brand out or helps their uh, you know, their, their- business. Yeah. yeah. Scott, no, I get it. Uh,
3: Scott, I've been on 7 TV shows I think in 4 years. So if that helps you, and each one's about two months, if not more long.
1: Got it.
3: So if that helps you kind of understand. Okay, let's get to the question
1: everybody's tuned in for. Daniel wants to know, which member of the Lavender Ladies is the better dancer? I know you've answered this a little bit on social so far, but you've had some extra time to think about it.
3: First of all, you've got Sylvia with her little Mexican Spanish. Like, she just kills that. I'm such a white girl. I'll drop it down into splits out of nowhere. And my friends are worried about me. Like, why is this girl just on the ground? Because I think that it's cute, because I think I can strip and I'm sexy. I'm not. I'm the worst dancer. Um, Amanda. Amanda has good rhythm. Shane has good rhythm. Um, I am the worst, and Sylvia is the best.
1: No one wrote this question in, but this is from Scott Yeager from New York City. I wanna know <laughs> what what did he you th- hot. Did you see <laughs> Did you see Amanda's Subway video, and what did you think, and did you hear anything extra from her? What the
3: fuck her? is the Subway video? Uh, oh. You don't anymore. know about Fail this? Tell me more.
1: Okay. So Amanda went to a, your Lavender Lady Amanda, went to a Subway. You're familiar with the sandwich chain, right? And oh, oh, oh,
3: I'm sorry. I thought you meant an actual Subway. Yeah. Well, the person was rude.
1: Um, I that's know. kind of a cliff notes, but sure, yeah. That's okay,
3: okay. Well, we're not asking your opinion, Arby we, Scott. We're asking mine.
1: Yeah. Salam. Salam, Ash. What'd you think of her Burn! using her platform for that?
3: Burn! Okay. Ah, uh, anyhow. Uh I think that he was rude. I feel like Amanda kind of gets insulted easily because she's super nice. Kind of like me. It's just like I'm so nice. And then when you're mean, I freaking flip and i am a degenerate butthead that no one likes so it's like once you push my button and i feel like that's what happened to me and i feel like that subway kid was like i'm not gonna make 20 sandwiches like buddy what else do you have to do like, literally, like, what else do you have to do at Subway than make sandwiches? That's That's literally your f- fucking job, and you can't make 20 sandwiches. And I know she was nice, and I bet that bitch probably would have tipped him $50 because I know who she is. She's a great person. People want to make Amanda be a bad person. She fucking take care of her dad. She saw her dad having a heart attack when she came home. Well, found him on the floor having a heart attack when she came home for freaking rivals. People don't know what a great person. Sylvia, Amanda, like... They are, and everyone makes that, makes us out to be a bad guy because we hate Cora. No, people hated Kara for fucking 10 years now, and you think it's a coincidence. For 10 years straight, everyone hates you, you know, because I used to feel bad for Kara. Like, oh, I feel bad. Like, people hate her. They're mean to her. They put a coke on her head. And now, 10 years later, people still hate her. There's a fucking reason. We're not mean. We're not anybody in this real life that meets us. They like us. They don't like the other people because they're so fucking fake. They can't talk about anyone but the challenge. They live with their parents. They have no real friends. It's fake. I'm sorry. I got a little excited. I walked right into
1: that with the subway question. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, that's why I should I stick don't to this trip. I
2: Look, look, just, just like I, I feel like everyone comes from a different place, you know, and... Uh, You know, everyone has different interactions with people, you know, in in different, you know, sublets of of life, you know, and and that's that's her opinion. You know, I like for me, like, I you know, for me, like, I don't
3: like she doesn't come across. She doesn't come across like a dickhead to me. Derek, I have a question. I have one question. While you've been on the challenge, has she ever talked to you about anything besides the challenge? And that's the reason we had a problem with her. We just asked her, please. Can we talk about, like, real life or just each other or have fun? And she just wants to talk about eliminations, the challenge, who won, who lost, who's getting voted in. And you already – oh, sorry. I'm drinking too much wine, and my voice is getting a little too crazy. (laughs) Sorry. Um, But you already know, once you're in that house, and that's all someone talks about, you're like, please, can we have an actual real conversation besides, you know, this, besides the challenge? And that's one thing with Cara I cannot respect, because I've never had a conversation with her about anything else. And no one has. No one has.
1: Wow. Um, Well, Um, this is your episode, so you get to to give your two cents. I've talked to her about other things so but so but uh, you know that's your opinion i think people want to know if whether that opinion fueled what you what you did which you know obviously we we've seen it play out here and you know you did hook up with her X or X fling or whatever you want to call Kyle. She wrote a piece on it for people and said that you violated girl code and that you guys actually did have a relationship leading into that. So what say you about that? Was she kind of sugarcoating that? And, And we got a question from Kristen who wants to know where you guys stand now after the fact. And I think you kind of just covered that, but you know. No,
3: no, 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 no. I did not at all. I would like to speak a lot more about it. So Kara thinks thinks she has a lot of relationships with people and a challenge that she does not. She recently went to a wedding where, honestly, she wasn't invited. And people didn't want her there um, because she does weird things. You know what she did to Kyle and why people think that she was so close? She invited Kyle to meet her parents when he did not know. That's the creepiest goddamn thing I've ever heard. So she is constantly creepy. She's just weird. And I mean, I like her. Okay. okay. Ugh. Now I'm being mean. And I don't like to get that because I get on this path of hating someone. And I don't hate her. I don't think she's a bad person. But she does a lot of things that makes me super mad, man. It just makes me feel like she's so hypocritical. And just, I just want to know the real her without the challenges. She was never on the challenges. She's not going to be on the challenge again. I would love to talk to her, because I think she has a lot to offer, but I personally believe the only thing she believes she has to offer is the challenge, Uh, and that's what, that's what, I mean, all she has to talk about is how strong she is in the challenge and this and this, but you know what, I think that she has so much more to offer that she doesn't see, that's why she let Abram fucking abuse her for so long, and now she's letting freaking Kyle do this, and she's still upset. And now she's with Pauly, and then, you know, they've had uh, they've had rumors about him too. It's just like we, you know, you can't say woman power. You're such a strong woman when you yourself are not a strong woman. You're letting a man ruin you. All,
1: All right, right, but let's go let's go. be honest, because like, okay, so you know, Kyle, we will say. You know, it wasn't me. I think D, you saw him, he came to the States to see Kara. Like they were definitely had a thing yes, going for a she while.
3: She tricked him. she tricked him into meeting her family then. So he came to the States to party and she literally had him come to her house, not knowing it he was her parents' house. You don't want this motherfucking tea. I tell you, I'll give you tea so hot it will burn your fucking lips. You don't want the tea. All
1: right, but all let's right. But let's be honest. Well, we, we, okay, but the guy... Okay, and I know you got, you got tangled up with him, and we don't know how it plays out, but, I mean, you're now watching it play out on camera. You're seeing his... His interview clips, you know, you see the guy out there, you know, doing an interview saying like, TJ, you're telling me you're going to replace a girl that I was hooking up with with another girl? Yeah, oh, that no, was oh, all I'm far. Sorry, Like, I'm
3: sorry, Scott. Scott, did you see my interview clips when the day after I said that was one of the biggest mistakes of my life? Did you see my interview clips? I'm not proud of what I did. It's not like I like Kyle. It's not like I'm proud of you know, but I'm not going to lie. Like I'm it.
1: just like, I, 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 okay. So obviously what you just said about, you know, you know, people having a misunderstanding of where a relationship stands and whatnot, that's happened to the best of people. But regardless, I can kind of believe that the guy would mislead, if not Kara, he has it in him to mislead people to kind of get what he wants or to, I mean, look, maybe you know if what? it was for the social I game I'm on Vendetta. Honestly,
3: I don't know him like that. I don't know. Um, I can see he's charming, and yeah, I mean, people might say that about me too. So uh, I don't know. How I can't long? Touch. How long I,
1: was that? Because we see it play out on TV. It seems like it's forty-five seconds. But so you guys win the elimination. How long are you oh, no, quote unquote?
3: Like, I think it was the third day. It was not the first night. People got act it. Like okay. it was within five. It was like literally the third day. You can see I wear a, a whole different outfit from coming home. Than when it happens.
1: Okay. Well, if we're not so. private investigators, we can't realize that. And it looks like you literally just leapt into his arms five seconds into being in the house. So that oh makes God. a lot he more wishes. sense.
3: He wishes. He will still admit it. But now we're still good friends. We admit it was a bad thing. That it was a bad decision, but...
1: Let's pivot to the Hunter side of things with the with the Kyle hookup because Hunter asks you right away, and we had Hunter on the show, and he said the reason he asked you and wanted to know was that he was defending you and sticking up for you.
3: Ah, you want to know the real tea, my baby? Do you want to know the real tea?
1: That's why okay, you're here. So,
3: oh my god! Okay, this is horrid, but honestly, I'm a little wine drunk and I don't give a fuck, and I'm gonna give you guys the fucking truth. <laughs> Y'all ready? Fucking get your fucking teacups, because here it comes. Okay, so the first night we got there... Um, we mixed
2: two here, by the way, not tea. Oh,
3: okay. So the first night me and Hunter got to Africa, we had to stay a night in a hotel, and they got us rooms next to each other. and he Connecting knocked on rooms my or door. no?
1: Connecting rooms or
3: no? No, not connecting. Um, but side by side, side by side. So he knocked on my door all night long and messaged me wanting to hook up off camera because the only time Hunter and I hooked up was on camera and he wanted to hook up off camera and I just pretended like I was sleeping but I definitely was not I was sitting at home or sitting in my hotel room watching the office on my computer <laughs> so that's the real tea he was butthurt because I would not hook up with him
1: Because he said that he actually, from a social game standpoint, would have been okay and was okay with you hooking up with Kyle because it added another strong team to your potential alliance. You're calling bullshit on that?
3: Oh, my goodness gracious. 100% bullshit. He knocked on my door the night before cameras were there. And honestly, I have a friend right now. I have my boyfriend that I'm dating right now. We were friends back then, He will tell you that I caught him and told him, like, oh, my God, Hunter's literally knocking on my door right now. Like, that guy is, the only reason he was mad, and you will see later on in the season, is because he's jealous. 100%.
1: So, El Torres wants to know why you lied to Hunter. Was it because of this?
3: Yeah, I just, honestly, honestly, as a person, I don't like to make people feel bad and I lie sometimes. I know it's not the right thing to do. I just need to, like, own up. (laughs) I know, Derek. Stop laughing at me. I have to own up to my shit. I'm an adult human. I'm an adult woman, and I need to, like, own my things. But sometimes I just, I don't know. I don't want to, honestly. I'm embarrassed. I don't want to hurt someone else. I don't want to see the look on his face when I tell him it's true. And honestly, I just honestly didn't want to see that. So I have to admit, yeah, I was in the wrong there. I should have told him.
1: But right. you, you're in a house with, there's other people in the room. There's cameras in the room. <laughs> you don't know this at Everyone the time.
3: Everyone in the room was an LL. Everyone in the room was an LL and K. Got it. An on-
1: and, and you don't know that the Redemption House is watching this on YouTube as it's happening as well.
3: Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Oh my God. do you think yeah? <laughs> No, I definitely do not know that. But, but when you lie, when you way. tell
1: a lie like that, are you like, this is going to last? Or are you like, this just buys me like three days?
3: Uh, I was lying to myself, thinking it would last the whole season. But, I mean, I I, I wasn't even convincing my own self. You know, like, I was lying to myself so bad, I was like, no, bitch, nobody's going to find out. And I was like, oh, no, everyone's going to find out. But uh, even, like, my LLs were helping me, because Amanda laid legs to my head. So she was like, no, it didn't happen. So, you know, she was, like, helping me lie to myself. It's not like this is proud moment where... You know, I was super, like, bragging and happy. No, like, I was literally trying to lie to myself. My friends were trying to help me lie to myself. Like, it was not anything I'm proud about. Something instead to this Not that I think Kyle's a bad guy. I'm not saying that. Or, you know, I'm just saying I think it was a bad decision I made. And multiple reasons.
1: Ashton says if you could go back and change your decision to lie to Hunter, would you tell the truth the first time he asks?
3: Oh, God. You know, if I had the decision, I would, but I'm still the same person so I know I wouldn't because still to this day, even looking Hunter in the eyes and telling him, it makes me cringe. Like, my skin's crawling. I'm like, no, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Because honestly, in my heart, I want to believe I didn't do it. So I know I did it, and I know it doesn't make it not happen, and I know it's immature, and just It's horrible of me, but I know my flaws and I'm there to, you know, say that's just, I don't know. I can't, I'm not man enough to step up to the plate, I guess.
1: Um, so, okay. I want to put the whole Kara, Kyle, Hunter thing to bed, no pun intended, but I do want to know, so you, you know, you mentioned now after the fact, knowing all this stuff about Kyle and, and Kara's relationship and the potential validity of it and everything and why it seems like after the fact, you've kind of validated yourself based on that. But in the moment, how much of that did you know? And did in the moment you feel like you were violating a little bit of girl code knowing that she and Kyle had had a history at all?
3: oh my god no from what i knew kyle was dating a whole freaking different girl so from what i knew kyle was dating um faith by the way i think she's awesome and i kind of said like oh i took her man took her whatever but once i came to like know about her i think she's pretty cool but that's just from what i see on tv because i haven't met her yet and things on tv can be misleading but anywho, so uh no Honestly, I didn't know anything from what I heard. Cara was hooking up with Polly, and she was butthurt about the whole Kyle situation. But I didn't know that she'd be so hurt. But after it happened, I started finding, you know, feeling things. I guess, or finding out that it might hurt her, and it scared me because at the time, I I didn't want to hurt Cara at the time. Um, well, that's
1: nice. Expand on that.
3: Well, I don't want to hurt anyone, Scott. Honestly, I'm not a. I'm a. I'm a well, I like to think I'm a good person, <laughs> and and I definitely didn't want to hurt anyone. Um, I don't know. I I, I don't think Gar is a bad person. I think it's just hard for her to get along with, because she doesn't want to talk about anything but the challenge, and she wants to exclude herself. And then when she's excluded, she gets hurt about it. Like if you want to be a weirdo. You don't tell everyone you're a weirdo. You just are.
1: I know I said I'm I'm sending you a Britney shirt, and I am. And I'll send you a Shane shirt, too, because I know he's, like, sitting next to you creepily as we speak. But I'm no, also. No, no,
3: no. He's at the hotel. I went home and stopped drinking and drank water, so I wouldn't be too drunk.
1: I'm also but sending you a Cara Maria found. keeping it weird since 1986 shirt <laughs> as well. Uh, you know
3: what? You know what? Everyone thinks I hate her. I really do oh. hate her. I really don't. I think she's a badass bitch. Did you see what she did last season? Like, honestly, swear to God, I'm impressed by her. I honestly am. I think she's a badass woman. What I am fucking embarrassed about... Sorry. What I'm embarrassed about is that she let uh, lets people treat her bad. She screams girl power, and she treats other girls bad, and she has nothing to talk about in her life besides the challenge when she has so much to talk about, in my opinion. I think she's a great girl, and she, I don't know if it's Abram. I don't know if it's Tom. I don't know who has made her feel like this in her life, but she feels like the only good thing about her is the challenge, and I don't think that's true, but I also don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard it. I've seen it. Like, you don't got to talk about it all day, every day. You know, let's talk about real life things. So, all right. so I want to
1: get your opinion on uh, some of the newer people that you've on the show. You've obviously only dealt with for a couple episodes here, but you know, some of us have dealt <laughs> with I've these done folks. A lot. I've
3: done a lot in a couple episodes. So Bye-bye.
1: you definitely have, you've gotten up close and personal with some of them. Um, and then you've seen, I think all these episodes play out on, on TV since as well. So you've seen some of the stuff that you weren't even there for, like Paulie blowing up in the Armageddon, trying to blow up uh, Brad and, and all their game and everything like that. You've seen a lot of stuff go down, Brittany and Chuck, everything. Give me your, ex- give me your first impressions of Paulie and Natalie and, uh, obviously, Kyle, Faith, Angela, all these folks that you are fresh relationship-wise with.
3: Well, let me break it to you guys. I'm a Big Brother fan, and I know, like, I liked some tweet recently that said, like, Big Brother people shouldn't be on the challenge, but it was just one of my fans, and I like everyone's tweets. I'm a serial liker you can ask anyone um but i always kind of like Polly. he's a little bit of a misogynist but i think he in general he has a good heart and he's a freaking good competitor like as soon as i saw him i was like dude he's something to be scared of natalie is honestly a good soul she's a little annoying because she doesn't claim who she actually is you know what i mean she and i don't like people like that i'm It's, like, me and Shane and Amanda. Like, yo, I'm an asshole. Hey, I'm gay as fuck. Hey, I'm a bitch. Like, whatever. Like, we claim our shit and we own it. Oh, Shane just called me. Sorry. Um, So, what I'm saying is those people, like, I really like them personally. All the new people. Even Dayvon, Jose. All the, like, I like them. But when they come into the challenge house, and I think Derek can tell you this. It's weird. Like, you could see on the last episode... I was like, Johnny, remember last season when you are just making fun of me because I had fat, mole thighs? And I'm, Like, you have to be able to take it, you know, like, you have to be able to take mean, things. See, That's just the way we are. We're like the friends that tell you when there's a bugger hanging out of your nose. We're the friends that tell you that you're getting fat. We're the friends that tell you that, yo, bitch, we look bad. Like, we're those friends. And I think some of the big brother people, they think we're being mean, and we're really not. And... And they can't be like that. And that's what makes us hate them more, is that they can't be real. They're like, oh, oh my God, you're so cute. You're so nice. And like, really, they don't fucking think that. Like, tell me what you really fucking think. If you think my... Like, if you think I'm ugly, tell me. Like, that's fine. I don't give a fuck what you think. No, I
1: think America agrees with you. Pauly Calafiore is just way too nice. Um, what uh, Have you been watching Big Brother at all this season? Big Brother 20? It's on right now.
3: Oh, my God. Yes, I love it. Me and my sister are addicted.
1: Okay, so like, my wife, Lindsay, and I, we've been watching religiously. I tried to get Dee hey, to watch Lindsay. it. I'll tell her you say hello. Uh, D. we tried to get him to watch it. He watched one episode, but he'll probably know who we're talking about. So uh, who from uh, this...
2: I, I watch one, I watch when my son Derek reminds me. Derek wants to
3: see physical abuse. Derek no, wants to see someone kick <laughs> someone else's butt, and then he's going to be into it. Derek's like, well, well, this is boring. It's all about politics. Me and Derek are completely different when it comes to the challenge. I'm like, all politics. Derek's like, I will eat your face. Well, I
2: just, I just,
3: I, I mean,
2: but, but it it goes the same, it goes the same mentally too, right? Like, uh, like even when you're, when you're playing politics too, it's very, it's still very cutthroat. You know what I mean? It's not like, I I, know
3: honey, but you don't have to show it. You can be very nice, my sweetie. You (laughs) can't get it
2: yes yes and look the only <laughs> the, the only time the only time I, I i watch big Brother is usually when my son reminds me that big brother is on and that he wants to watch it and then i'm reminded once again why oh this God. is this is america's board game so and you
3: were and you get reminded how old you are and how cute he is when he's about to take your place like i saw those hands yeah. when he was like jumping catching the football i saw those hands
1: yeah. Um, okay, Ashley. We know now, Big Brother folks are making their way onto the challenge. You can take this yeah. question however you want it. Who would you like to see from this season of Big Brother make their way onto the challenge, say next year or maybe this next season oh, coming up? Oh God!
3: You know who I'd like to see, even though I don't like uh, like them, is Tyler because CBS uh, is, is they a Big Brother's on in CBS yeah. or NBC? CBS. Yeah, yeah. CBS has been sucking Tyler's dick. So, I would love him to actually compete without a network like catering to him. Um, and also, uh, can we go back to BB19? Because Josh Martinez, the winner of BB19 is the love in my life. I love him. And I think that he would kill it on there. And I think me and Josh together would be terrifying. Yeah.
2: And I think I think that the. Uh, the well, guess student what? Josh chick. is actually right here, right now on the line.
3: Meeple. <laughs> he says so stupid God, no one believes
1: you. You don't know who she's talking about, but that sounds like that guy, D, trust me. Um, but there's some cute
2: girls on this one. There's some cute girls on this one. Oh, you know?
3: God, that is what Derek would say. Well, that Angela girl's cute, is what he's saying. I'm like, <laughs> well, what? is, well, though. She's very pretty. I remember well, that.
2: Well, when I first started watching, I'm like, it was my first season watching. So I'm like, oh, there's some. I'm like, there's some cute girls. Let's see how this goes. You know what I mean? And <laughs>
3: You're Like, such a challenge, guys. These are the challenge guys. Challenge <laughs> are like, oh, they're cute. They're pretty fit. They'll
2: probably do pretty good. We'll see. We'll, this. we'll Ashley, watch this. We'll watch this. Mark
1: Long and I did a draft. We each <gasps> Mark picked. Mark Long? Yeah, last week he came okay. on our Patreon. Know part.
3: My challenge crush.
1: Yes. Mark Long. Well, you can get a Mark Long cameo if you go to Cameo. You can get a Mark Long cameo, and I could probably. i either i never
3: probably... die. Please let me reintroduce myself. You can get my cameo at Ashley. I don't know. I think you can get yeah.
1: Dee's cameo now too. You're on there, right, brother?
2: Yes, yes, I am. I am. We're oh all. We God, should I'm all just buy one. each other I cameos. We should buy each other I cameos.
3: I have you, <laughs> I'm really gonna have you say Ashley's the best challenger ever. That ever happened to this? Oh, wow. I just
1: thought of a brilliant idea. So, so Ashley, I don't know if you know this, but Pauly was just on our show, and he said that basically, so there's a podcast that covers Big Brother called Rob Has a Podcast, and yeah. I guess all their listeners found out that Pauly had a cameo, so they kept buying Pauly cameos and having him say them to uh, Rob and, I forget the other guy's name, Eric, and so then they would send them to the host he of cares? this podcast, so they didn't know, so Pauly didn't know he was recording these cameo videos to the ho- two hosts of this podcast, and they had it as, a, as the, the running joke on their show meanwhile paulie's making but money hand lie. over fist so i don't this think he cares really
3: that actually really happened real so
1: so like so let me just say red flag if you keep getting cameos and everyone's like yeah just record the message to uh scott and derek and say happy birthday or say scott and derek love your show they're doing it as a joke so but you're making money all the same so who cares i just realized this does laurel have a cameo i don't Do know,
3: know but i love laurel
1: because I just Laurel's saw home, an girl. idea and that light bulb like, went on. She
3: hates Kara, and there's a reason, because Laurel is like a real girl. Like, you know who else she hates,
1: Ashley, before you get too far on this? You know who she blocked uh, on Twitter? You know who she blocked on Twitter, Ash? Hey. You're talking you? to him. He's got two thumbs and he's got a headset on right now.
3: Oh, my God. Why would she, she gets. She's just a very sensitive girl. Why'd she block like, me, Dee?
0: Well,
3: I know a lot of personal things about her, and this girl is just very sensitive. She's honestly a good heart, and her heart's a little too soft for this TV show. Like, honestly, it is. And, I, and what she did to you might have been mean, Scott, but honestly, she's honestly a good girl, and I think she just can't handle the meanness. And maybe you said something or did something that made her mad and she blocked you, but I don't think she's I've
1: never girl. said anything mean about her. I don't think you guys listening can tell me if I, it's a lie, but I really don't. And I just, all I did was like send a nice tweet oh saying God, like, Scott, hey.
3: Scott, do you have lavender on right now? I do. Oh yeah. I don't think it's mean, but it might be.
1: You know, there's a chance that one thing I said, but no, seriously, I just was like, I was like, Hey, we'd love to have you on the show or something like that. And she was like blocked. <laughs> Yeah. That's, uh, that's listen, I
2: think I think it was a it was probably a, a plethora of uh, podcasts that came out. People,
1: you know, saying uh, we had like five podcasts in her. a row where people shat on her. But that was not
2: Derek. our fault. Hey, Those are the Derek, guests. Derek. Well, I
3: think he was acting a little lavender right there. Yeah. yeah. He was acting a little lavender.
2: Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Acting like a
1: dick? Are, do you what? guys take
2: applications? Oh my God, I'm
3: coming to Morgantown right now, you motherfucker. <laughs> I, will find you, I will kill you in your sleep. Do you guys
1: have room for one more? And would <laughs> you accept just, my yeah. application if, say, I wanted to audition to be the, what um, would it be, okay. fifth member of well, the right Lavender now, Ladies? Only right if you now, made out
2: with Shane. Only if you made out with Shane.
3: No, I never made out with Shane. Not no, you. No, no. Uh, uh, I was now, talking about Scott. Scott. I thought Scott was trying to be James Yeah,
2: Come you're on, let's go. Leave him
3: alone.
2: All right, Shana you. hooks, you're
3: a sick guy.
2: Shauna, fuck chain up.
1: This is no. why you don't like Big Brother.
3: Scott, yes. Scott, yeah. you yes. are a lavender lady all the way. But you, gotta <laughs> keep you have to talk shit about people. We like it about each other. You have to tell me that my my thighs are cellulite You have to tell me that I talk too loud and when I get drunk, I'm annoying. Then you're a lavender lady.
1: That's what our friendship is. Well, I don't want to body shame, but I will say you are loud and drunk, Ashley. <laughs> what are you talking about? Wait, you said you're to do it. Fuck that. <laughs> so, so would
2: that make Johnny Bananas a lavender lady too? Since he was making fun of you about your thighs or something like that.
3: Oh, honey, I could tell you a lot Johnny Bananas. We don't want to go there. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. We got enough.
2: We, 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 we don't know enough about the Lavender Ladies. Like, well, we had Sylvia on, but we haven't had Amanda on. Like, how's she doing with Joss and Zach? Like, how's that all going for them?
3: Well, um, Amanda and Joss are still friends. I don't think they're dating anymore. Amanda is taking care of her dad still. Everyone who thinks Amanda's a bad person is so fucking wrong. The people who, like, Cora and people who, like, I don't know, a lot of people, they live in a home with the parents. They're getting taken care of. Amanda literally takes care of her dad. Sorry, I'm getting choked up. <clears throat> she
0: took
3: she takes care of her dad that had, a, like, a stroke when she was on rifles. She became a nurse so she could take care of her dad more. Um, she's still a nurse to this day. Sylvia just got her real estate license, like, Honestly, my friends. We
1: love Sylvia. Sylvia came I on the show. Bad. She was like my yeah, favorite like guest.
3: People, people who don't like the lavender ladies are so fucked up because we're not people that we're not like other people. We're I don't know. I just feel like my friends are really good people and they do great things, and that's why I love them. I will like say this
1: objectively: I love lavender as well. It's a great scent. We stopped at a lavender farm when we were in uh, Hawaii, my wife and I, while we uh, rode bikes down a volcano. We stopped at a lavender (laughs) farm. It was lovely.
2: That's amazing. Well, I was just, I was saying, like with with Amanda, like I feel like she was really, like came out like swinging when the when the season came out, you know. So she was getting
1: any. She gets a nasty edit, for sure. No,
3: I don't think she gets it. No, I'm gonna tell you about Amanda. Derek is right. She comes out swinging because she's kind of like me. When she feels uncomfortable and when she's backed into a camp corner, she gets heated and she acts like not herself. And especially when there's alcohol involved. On season 28, Rivals, she came in after a day of drinking tequila, and I was like, "Oh my God, this girl is mentally unstable." And that's coming from me. And that's coming from me. <laughs> that's coming from me. He is the queen of mentally unstable. So then I got to know her, and I saw she was just like me. Like, this girl is honestly one of the best girls you could know. She is a nurse. She takes care of people. If you are hurt, she is there. And when she's pushed against a corner, she acts bad. I'll admit that. She says things she shouldn't say, and I do the same thing. But I think it comes out of a place of being scared and hurt than being in a place of anger. She's not being angry. She's not being mean. She just backed into a corner and she wants you to feel the same way that you just made her feel. And that's, I know that because that's what I do. If you make me feel bad, you're about to feel what bad feels like. Cause I'm going to show you.
1: Well, she might be going into these interviews and saying a bunch of nice stuff too. It just seems like they play her nasty interview bites.
3: Uh, wait, we- no, she's funny. That's she I is, love she is her. funny. She like, is funny. She's funny. Like, so I'll send her a picture and she'll say mean things. That's just also our friendship. And I don't know. I think everyone think, takes things way too personally. If you got to know Amanda, I swear to fucking. Oh, I said fucking. I, I swear <laughs> she's a good person. And that's like half these people in the challenge have done nothing. And they've won hundreds of thousands of dollars. Don't speak to their mother, their father, nothing. And then they call us bad people. And my friends have won no money. And they're sitting there working all day, all night to take care of their family. No, you don't call my friends bad people. They're not. I'm sorry.
1: Well, she's on our wish list. So let your girl know we want to have her on Challenge Mania. Maybe you can make it happen.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. We uh, got, I got one more question for her and then we'll let her go. What do you got, Dee? So
2: it sounded like Kara found out, like in the Armageddon, that you know all oh, this nah, went did. down.
3: Yeah, she did. Yeah.
2: And, and so I, I was wondering, like as far as talking about girl code and stuff like that goes. Yeah. Like if it, for, to play devil's advocate a little bit here. Like, yeah. If if you already thought oh, you're die knew that today. She, okay, go ahead. It, like if she, if she if she had already known, if she had or if you would have already known that she was already like hooking up with Paulie or whatever then that makes like you know Kyle a free man right like so is does she have a right to be upset with you for for hooking up with Kyle and does
3: Hunter Oh my god uh, are you and her on drugs No and from and, and, what and I fucking know, from what from what I freaking know he was hooking up with Faith and she was hooking up with Paulie so that's, what in the heck did I do wrong? Like, am I doing drugs or somebody else? I'm so freaking confused right no, now. that's.
2: Well, that's 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 the answer I was looking for. I was like, you know, because someone asked something about girl code and stuff like that. So I wanted to follow up and be like, well, listen, Kyle's a free man, right? Like that's 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 been the narrative uh, for a while now, you know. But now, I'm gonna
3: so, tell you, I'm, they're coming like from me to you. To be honest, mm-hmm. if I would have known that she still cared. Maybe that very drunk night, because, okay, what happened was three days in a row, me and Kyle hung out drinking beer. Everyone was asleep. You saw that little clip. I was like, oh, wow, that's what people do in this house is just, like, drink and go to bed because it happened three nights in a row. And so that's why I said that. I was like, oh, people just get drunk and go to bed. This is boring, you know, because I'm wild. And if I would not known that she cared for him, I would have thought about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) i would have thought about it but i mean it's she from what i heard i mean i heard all the stories from him and my friends and the way she was acting and the way she treated him and me and she was so psycho like i honestly i felt bad for kyle kyle for how psycho Cora was acting like i honestly felt bad for the guy i was like oh my god what's wrong with this girl
2: yeah, but it also seemed, and, and it looked also weird the other day when it, it seemed like he was cheering her on, you know, during the eating challenge and not cheering, oh, no, like, him no, on, you no, know, on it was like.
3: No, he was. was. Just... He was. I think that Kyle does, I don't think is wrong. When, when Cara says that Kyle has a thing for her, mm. I think she's right. Because later, you'll see, but I think that she might be right. I think that she might. And he might be pulling away from her because she wasn't giving him everything. And I, I'm just coming to that conclusion right now, sitting at my dinner table. But maybe I think that's a true thing, honestly.
2: And that. And 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 then lastly, like, you know, since since Hunter and Kara found out at the same time, like in Armageddon, like that's crazy to me, you know, like in this fucking oh my place God. Called Armageddon, you, you know. You
3: said it's on my face, bro. I was dying on and the inside. I got my partner partner standing next to me. Yeah. I got Kara, who <laughs> thinks she's like my best friend for some fucking reason. And then I got Kyle looking at me and I'm just looking up at the heavens like yeah. please, Dad. Take yeah. me with you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like,
3: then, oh, my God. Yeah,
2: and then on top of that, you got Faith coming from the Redemption House at, telling you guys. She just watched it Oh, my it God. All oh my God. Derek,
3: do you want to hear something y'all didn't see? And even yeah. Zach said it was the funniest thing he heard all fucking season. Bro, you're about to die. Okay. So uh, it, during that um, read or the library or whatever they call it, they said something that was a lie, I think it was about Zach, or no, about Jenna. They said something that was a lie about Jenna that made no sense. They didn't even air it. And it was, like, such an obvious lie. Everyone that was in the main house, which is the only people that matter, like, laughed at it. Were like, okay. And they were like, they're lying. I go, as a joke, because you know me, I was like, I think everything they said was a lie, in my opinion. And then Dave Vaughn, <laughs> yeah, being silly, you know, obviously, because uh, what's her name? Faith just said, uh, you know, read my fucking receipt. Yeah. saying, <laughs> I don't to I to I think all of it's a lie. So just being silly, just being silly, because you know me, bro. So anyways, Dave Vaughn, out in the fucking elimination round, like who has the audacity to speak in the fucking Armageddon? But in the Armageddon, she came out of nowhere going, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, girl, I saw it," and I said, ha, "Good bitch, so you can jack off later." I hope <laughs> everyone died. Zach fucking fell on the ground. Zach still to this day is like, Zach to this day is like, I don't like you, but that's the funniest shit ever. <laughs> like, that was so funny. She's like, "No, bitch, I saw it," because I wasn't denying it. I was honestly. Uh, I was being silly. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's all (laughs)
0: about
3: being silly. And she's like, "Mm, no, bitch, I saw it. I was like, good. Hopefully you can jack off later, you fucking bitch.
2: (laughs) Scott, you know what that read led me. To, to thinking about the, the reality Check segment that I keep on Wanting to uh, to Use at the end of these podcasts uh, And I was just like what's a read What the
1: fuck is a read you know So
2: <laughs>
3: you're so old Darren <laughs> uh, what the
1: fuck is I'm not a gonna read? lie i had never heard that term either but All I know is that Jose straight up Interrupted TJ Lavin in the Middle of a rule explanation And now that was planned honey That
3: was planned wait, Come wait, on, wait, wait. You good.
1: just crushed my soul so you're telling me me That TJ knew that that was coming. They were like, uh, "And uh, TJ, halfway into your spiel, uh, um, yeah." Joseph-
3: Do you think T- uh, Derek will tell you TJ would never let fucking someone interrupt him for fucking five minutes? There's no way. TJ is an asshole. Like when TJ tells me he's disappointed in me, like I feel like my dad told me that. Like DJ would never. TJ would never let anyone interrupt him and go on for five minutes. That would never happen because he's
0: a badass. All the tea you spilled on
1: this podcast, this is what I'm the most fascinated by. So at the end of that whole ordeal, at the end of the read, when TJ just kind of like mutters under his breath, like, Jesus Christ,
3: that was like acting? No, that was real. Like, honey, I was saying Jesus Christ. under my. We were all going, Jesus Christ. But more based on the
1: content, not that it was out of nowhere.
3: The fucking redemption house ripped the main house apart. What happened from me getting uh, exposed with Kyle to everything else with Cam and Angela, everything got ripped apart. Honestly, their read was successful because the house did get kind of not broke apart, but we were all questioning each other for sure.
2: I feel like we need to do a read right now. Like if you could do a read- Which do you
3: want me to read, bitch? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Um, Ashley, we are so glad that you headbutted your way back onto the challenge, and that cool. you and Hunter are back in our lives. And thank, thank you, you so much for joining us on Challenge Mania. Hopefully, we have a lot more to talk about with you uh, come the end of this season, or come the end of the road for you on this season. I'm glad we got Chance versus Stars out of the way. We're gonna ask Louise about you next week over at the Bray Improv. We'll get her thoughts on you. That should be well, fun. I'll
3: tell her that I say something nice, and they are also
1: hate her. But I, I will, she's and she's free that. to use as many F-bombs <laughs> she wants which is unfortunate okay, for I you hate her. Okay. um but Perfect thank you hater. so much best of luck to you uh we're rooting for you we'll get craig uh churning on that uh smash shirt as you said what would you like it cool. to say or how, how would you like it to look let's workshop this
3: um i'm
2: not left-brained and i'm not that cool people like, make tori make it for me she's very oh, creative ho- hold on hold on do you want it to say smashly or yeah sma- for it. No, it yeah smash
3: it what is my real name at this point? Isn't it Smash? <laughs> no. Do you want just
1: Smash or do you want Smash Lee?
3: I don't know, don't right. ask me. We'll do right. We'll do a couple different decisions. versions. Yeah. Should I'm the like, writing be in really lavender. One and pick what to pick for dinner. Like I can't do
1: that. A little lavender, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll put together some options for you. Ashley, thank you so much. Go hang out with Shane, have a good time. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, all right?
3: All right,
1: love you
2: guys. Bye Derek, I love you the See most. See ya, Ashley, nice talking to you.
1: everybody as advertised that was a doozy what'd you think Brian oh, man jr gosh
2: she's funny man she she really is and like she really kind of like owned up to all 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 the our armageddon you know, that she, that she went through, you know, and I don't know if she went through it or caused it, but like, she was definitely a big part of it. So it was interesting to hear her thoughts on, you know, uh, on Hunter and whether, you know, she thought she was right or wrong and, 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 and with the hookup and, and the whole Cara Maria stuff, I'm really surprised about a lot of this Cara Maria stuff, man. Like people are, you know, people are, you know, it seems like the cast members are really coming on down, down on Johnny. They're coming down on, you know, Cara. And like, it seems like, you know, that they're kind of like on their own, but you know...
1: I'll be honest with you. I don't... I just... I, I get a sour taste in my mouth when when some of these people go off on car. Well, I mean... Like that. You know, rightfully so. Because... I don't know. It just has, like, a little bit of... I don't... You know, it's just, like, a little bit of... I don't know. There's just, like, a like they get a sick satisfaction out of it when they start talking about, you know, nobody likes her and this and that. Like, I don't know. It's very mean. Well, you never know
2: what, and rightfully so, because she's been so good to us for, you know, especially here at challenge mania and and everything. And, you know, of course, you know, I've, I've teamed up with her, uh, you know, I, I got that second place with her. So I went through a lot with her, you know, and even finding out together at the end, you know, that, that it wasn't us winning, you know, the main prize. So um, obviously, You know, we go to bat for her for a little bit, but, you know, we don't know what what goes on behind closed doors and and one on one conversations. And that's why we have to.
1: Yeah, but if all you can say is, if all you can say to be honest with you is that all she talks about is the challenge, like, I'm sorry, get something better than that. You know, like, get me, she, she did this, she did that, she said this, she said this mean spirited thing, she was mean to this person. I've never seen her be mean to anyone. That's what bothers me when people are mean to her or about her in the third person. Like, I just don't. I've never seen her be mean, you know, whatever. Okay, maybe she's a little, you know, caught up on the challenge or winning or whatever. And I'm not saying that, that's what Ashley said. But when that's your sort of selling point against someone, why would you talk about them that? Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes like you're talking about her the way you would talk about somebody who like, you know, I don't know, vandalized your car or like talked about your, your family or your, or your, you know, stole your boyfriend. And the worst you can say about her is that she's caught up in the, ch- all she wants to talk about is a challenge. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I just, it's, it's, it's not just Ashley, by the way, you know, cause you hear it. You hear it on social media, you can kind of hear it in people's voices the way they talk about it on social media and then also when people come on the podcast. Maybe I just don't see it. You know, maybe maybe it's cuz we don't have well, I don't know. Y- You're not around I, it I don't all it. I
2: mean, you you
1: don't you're, you're, I get accused of being a homer. We both do. It, we well, both get well, here's accused the thing. of favoring it's like, her. you,
2: you don't the know what it's like to live with any of these people in the house for 2 months. So you you have no idea how 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 someone is like in real real life, you know? So so for me <laughs> I totally. give each, all these people the benefit of the doubt, no matter what, you know, I, because it's just, it's just like, I know that there's different sides to each one of these and unless they've really done me dirty inside the game. And, you know, a lot of this, you know, a lot of this stems from, you know, the, 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 the fires that burn inside the challenge house, you know, and you have to pick a side, you know, and if, and if you guys don't get along or butt heads, on multiple situations and then you find yourself trying to eliminate them they're trying to they're or they're fi- trying to uh, eliminate you and you know it like that that carries over okay and, and that relationship has already started to, you know, de, de-, de- deconstruct and, and you see like, Ashley is like, I don't, I don't completely hate, I don't completely dislike her or hate her. And I know about my faults, but she's like, uh, like this, you know, and, and gets upset about it, you know? And, uh, you know, everyone has their pros and cons. And I, I think, you know, Ashley, you know, wait them out both sides you know but does she lean towards you know maybe you know not so much car side i'm sure once we watch the season scott you're going to start seeing a little bit more of why there's this friction and this tension
1: yeah I, i think so and look that being said like i i did not you love the way she's talking about Kara, but Ashley's a great guest. She's hilarious. I love some of the stew she brewed here. I love some, I love that story about Hunter knocking on the hotel door. I can't wait to hear his response to that. If you're a Hunter fan, folks, he's coming to DC with us October 13th, the DC Improv tickets at ChallengeManiaDC.com. If you're a Kara fan, she'll be in Boston with us. That's Saturday, September 29th, along with her cousin, Jamie. That's right, cousin in the house, Devin Walker, and just announced, D, you don't even know this, Paulie Calafiore is going to be joining us as well. That's right, get your F bombs ready. Ba-ba-ba! Awesome, huh? You can get tickets for that at challengemania.boston. We can't wait to hang out with you guys. And just like LA, at both of those shows, anybody who gets the VIP meet and greet tickets, you get the pre show meet and greet, take some photos of folks, and you get those dope ass custom 11 by 14 Challenge Mania live posters that Craig Marrier makes at pan 14. At pan14, shouts to Craig Marrier. He's the man. We can't thank you enough for all the great artwork you do. That Boston poster is sick. He's got you in the, in the Larry Bird jersey, me in the David Ortiz jersey. But folks, next week, a week from this Saturday, September 22nd, we're at the Brea Improv in Brea, California. We cannot wait to hang out with all you maniacs. Me and D will be on stage with Susie Meister, Sarah Rice, Sarah Grayson, Cyrus Yarbrough, Derek Henry, and Louise Hazel. That's right, champs vs. stars standout heptathlete Louise Hazel will be in the house all those folks live in the house for the pre-show meet and greet and the two hour stage show at the Bray Improv tickets are still available just a few challengemania.live we cannot wait to see you in California Calabunga dude We'll also see D in New York City October 2nd. That's right. Just email us to let us know you're coming. ChallengeManiapodcast at gmail.com. 100% free October 2nd. Thank you to Pantepic for sponsoring this episode. Make sure you go to Pantepic.com slash podcast to download their great messenger app. Thank you to Ashley Mitchell. She's at MTV Ashley Brooke on, I believe, Instagram and Twitter. Let her know if you heard her on the show and you thought she was as great as last time. Let her know if you're a supporter of the Lavender Ladies, the Dolphins, all that good stuff. Let her know if you think I should be an honorary member of the Lavender. Ladies, let me know if laurel has cameo no i'm just kidding but thank you guys so much for listening we appreciate you we appreciate all you guys do we appreciate the patrons thank you guys so much as always some Ooh, shouts and
2: you our new patrons
1: oh wow we got quite a few whoops shouts as always to our patrons we have quite a few to say hello to joshua hiram the third carly huddleson michael landy helen evers hunt Ooh, she has Evers in there, but Hunt. Is that Helen Hunt for Mad About You? I'm mad about the fact that you are a patron. I'm not mad, I'm glad that you're a patron. Anyway, I didn't expect to see Helen Hunt on here. Shouts to Helen Evers Hunt. she I hope I said that right. she or Sheila Bryan. Jessica Knight, I think that's our girl from Boston. What's up, Jessica? Madeline Stamper, Joy Garcia, Lauren Cutskill, Michael Perez, Stacy Greco, Erica Mondragon. Love that last name. Tracaris, that's a Game of Thrones reference. Tim, just Tim. What's up, Tim? Juliana Hernandez, Marissa Backey, Jackie Gideon, Molly Stenson, Rip Bauer, Leah Boulay. Thank you guys so much for becoming patrons. We can't thank you enough. Bonus content is coming your way over at patreon.com slash D, have a good night, brother. Yo, thanks, you, patrons. Always. Craig, you the man. Start thinking of those questions for Brea. That's right. Uncensored. I want to hear some great questions from you guys. Challengemania.live for tickets. We'll see you in Cali next week. Okay, guys, well, unfortunately for you, this ends just out here on Challenge Mania. So uh, take care of yourself, and I hope you see you in the future.
0: Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with Cheese, or Filet-O-Fish. You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's, because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, Crispy 10-Piece Chicken McNuggets, Juicy Quarter Pounder with Cheese, or Savory Filet-O-Fish. Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal, single item at regular price.